good morning. I am jumping right into it, and it is currently 6.39 a.m., and believe it or not, I did plan to record this podcast a little bit earlier. So, if you're listening to this, it is probably the 22nd, and I just want to say thank you. Thank you to the people of the future for listening to my podcast. It it means the world to me, and this one is going to be about DJ Premier, and it is aptly titled the science of DJ Premier, and what do, what do I mean by the science of DJ Premier? Well, I I'm I want to talk about how he makes shit happen in general, outside of his instrumental, you know, prowess. I want to talk a little bit about his career and why I truly believe that he has paved such a well thought out career, and it's really cool to see him win. Um, I saw this picture of him on Instagram and. I believe his mother was ter- was uh, in her 90s, and, you know, I kind of got, got inspired to do this podcast. I, I think that he is one of the best producers of all time, one of the most innovative ones um, to ever touch the NPC, and uh, truly, I respect him as an artist, and I, I think one thing um, that I do appreciate about DJ Premier, and I'm I'm gonna be releasing a podcast about Royce the Five Nine, and I might even touch on this in a different manner. But if I work backwards on this, I'm going to talk about Prime, and Prime is, you know, Prime is a recent collaboration that DJ Premier has decided to do with Royce the Five Nine, and with Prime, uh, their their first EP, I thoroughly enjoyed it front to back. Because the the concept of taking one artist, Adrian Young, and just sampling him the whole time, to me that was genius in, in itself because it, it kind of gave Premier a challenge. It really gave him a challenge to work with instead of, you know, keeping him in a comfort zone with his own records, like uh, his his music taste. I think that was a very good challenge that Royce issued, and, and DJ Premier totally, totally fucking took up that challenge. I mean, that whole entire project, that whole entire project, if you you take the time to truly listen to it, every track, every track, I mean, even the bonus tracks, I mean, they got Mad Lib on, some, on one of those records. Uh, no, MF Doom. What am I thinking? MF Doom. Yeah, they got MF Doom on one of those records. I was thinking of Mad Villainy for a moment, but the the way these these songs came together feels so incredibly organic. Like just as much as Royce the Five Nine is telling a story, you feel like the instrumental in itself is telling the story. Like the way that DJ Premier will take an instrumental, chop it up, and rework it. It's like he's trying to tell a story with the drums and the kicks and the snares and everything. I I think that's what he's doing. He's telling a story. So, like, when it gets intense, the instrumental will get intense, whether he utilizes horns or um, he, he mixes it up. Like, on um, I, w- I want to talk a little bit about um, his work for Gangstar, but a quick example is Mass Appeal. You know, the way he utilizes the sample without overusing it you know and because it could have got annoying if he overused it but he worked it so well and it's it's really awesome and then he you have the dj scratches but aside from that like one thing about that record that makes it so popular because he feeds off of guru 
he feeds off of Guru's style slightly. And then they get something out of it. And, and they got really good music. And the thing is, I'm happy to see that DJ Premier has reignited like collaborative efforts. I mean, of course, he's collaborated with people. But I'm talking about a full album. Like, a full album is no easy feat, people. Like, to consistently be in a group, it takes so much fucking time. Like, being in a group, if you're a hip-hop artist, is probably one of the most difficult things that you could do. Because, like, trying to keep that group together could be really fucking tough. I mean, like, look at all, like, the cases. You got G-Unit, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, fucking Dipset. Uh, like, there, there, there are too many cases and shit. I mean, Wu-Tang is still around. I mean, they kept the unity. Um... So back back to Prime though and those projects. Uh, DJ Premier, I, I think he really ties in a wonderful aspect with how he samples. Like he's able to encapsulate a story and emotion in the beats, and throughout throughout the track list, um, Wishing featuring Common. I, I think that's the prime example. Prime example. See what I did there. Like so, basically, when that instrumental switches up and then Roy speeds up his flow, you can if you you feel the symbiotic tie between Royce and that instrumental, like like it it told him something, like that instrumental is his friend and like they're in sync completely. Like that 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 is the feeling I got. And I think that's the difference. That's one difference between a producer and a bee maker. But aside from that, Premier can arrange a record. He can arrange a record. He can drop scratches. He is a producer. He is not just a beat maker. You know, like, again, like, the beat maker is just someone who can make it. Like, I could hop on my computer and make 30 beats on Fruity Loops. I'm a beat maker. But am I, am I in the studio with the artist? Am I sit, sitting down with them? Am I helping them cultivate something that's something different? And um, some would say that that's way more difficult, and I, I kind of have to agree. It really is difficult to pull something off like that, you know. I mean, uh, as someone who is as avid of a hip-hop fan, you just have to sit back and enjoy the little things. And DJ Premier, I, I think, is on a different level than most the most producers. Yeah, I think he's on a different level because he came up around... Um, individuals, producers, like Pete Rock, you know, of course, you know, because DJ Premier had his hand in Illmatic. DJ Premier has had his hand in a lot of, a lot of songs, you know. I wish I had more structure to this shit, but you know what? I just kind of want to talk about things, but, yeah, I mean, he not, when, when DJ Premier got on Illmatic, he changed that shit. DJ Premier completely helped revamp Illmatic in a sense. Because can you imagine Illmatic without the, the premiere tracks on it? Like, can you imagine Illmatic without New York State of Mind on it? Can you really think about that for a fucking moment? Really, think about that shit. Imagine, imagine it without Represent. So you gotta understand, like, DJ Premier had two tracks... DJ Premier had two tracks on one of the most legendary albums ever. What the fuck does that say about his career? What the fuck does that tell you? Like, D DJ Premier isn't built like everyone. And, um, 
praise is due, praise is due to Christopher Martin. And, you know, you would think that because of how strongly he is tied in with that New York hip-hop scene, you would, a lot of people almost expect him to be from um, New York. The unique thing is that he is actually from Houston, Texas, but he fucks with the, a lot of the movement in Brooklyn, New York. And, of course, you know, like he, he has a lot of, he has such a wide range as far as discography. You know, like he has a lot of records that he's done throughout since 89. Since 89, I'm, I'm looking at the discography. 89 to 2019. That's pretty incredible. So, 1989, Gangstar drops, No More Mr. Nice Guy. So, boom, Gangstar. So, the thing about Gangstar is that, is that Premier and Guru went together like peanut butter and jelly. I, I think that Premier was able to adapt to the, to almost the cool laid back style of guru i i think that he was able to really um capitalize off that style because guru guru is and still is was and still is very different you know guru his his rapping style it, it felt very conversational you know have you ever just listened to some some music and it felt conversational. I mean, I think a lot of people say this about Jay Z. You know, like like sometimes his music is conversational. Like sometimes I do feel that way. You know, like like he he's he, he's trying to talk to you. He's trying to convey a point. He's trying to get a message across. I think that's how a lot of music is in a sense. Like if you really are out there and you you're trying to get out a message, you want to get that message out in the best way. So, I mean, shit, if you feel it, you feel it. If you don't, you don't. But you know what? Get out of the way and hold on to the ropes. It's going to be a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah, back, back to what I was saying. Shit, I really went off on a tangent there. Um, yeah, Guru really is incredible. Like, have you ever just been kind of, in a sense, like when you when you just wake up, like, have you ever said words in a stream of conscious but at the same time you didn't you I, I couldn't tell you what I just said. Maybe I'm just hitting like these flow states and I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing. It's weird. It's pretty weird that I like podcasts. I'm over here here talking to myself, but if I, I feel like if I didn't have the microphone I'd probably be crazy certified. <laughs> yeah, that's a side thought sidebar. Um yeah, so DJ DJ Premier, you know, came out, debuted with uh, Gangstar. And then on top of that, like you got to we also got to look out for um a lot of a lot of the singles he did. A lot of the people he did work with. He worked with Lord Finesse. And again, dropped another project as Gangstar. He has a song from uh, with the Cookie Crew, a couple of them record with Ice T. The, there was a J Rock Streetwise. Wait, hold up, I gotta look into this J Rock. It's not J Rock like from TDE. Wow, yeah, no, there, there, there is no doubt that Premier has such an extensive, 
extensive discography. I mean, let, let's take a look at it. One, two, three. We got we have six albums, six albums by <coughs> by um Gangstar, and then you have two by Prime. So Premier has done a f maybe I think well he I think he did another collaboration project. So we did maybe he he probably did around ten collaboration projects. But my favorite, uh, my favorite album by Gangstar is Hard to Earn. Of course, it has mass appeal on that, but uh, which is a great song, you know. But I, it's not one of those like albums you buy because of one record. You buy this album because you know you can get down to it. Uh, Tons of Guns is definitely really good. I love that song, The Planet. But what is it? Somehow bodyguards. Where where is this record? Uh, suckers need bodyguards. Yeah, suckers need bodyguards. Yeah, suckers need bodyguards is um. I think a really important song in the realm of hip hop. Because this was at a time period where like a lot of people had bodyguards. I feel like this was just like the ultimate stick your chest out kind of record. But Guru just goes in. Faking sees they always act hard, but won't walk down the street without their bodyguard. I hate faking faking sees they always act hard, but won't walk down the street without their bodyguard. MCs I lay out like stiffs in the morgue. Praise the Lord, you're an on when I'm gripping the mic cord. Rhymes I've ripped with swift execution. One verse to coerce your girl to prostitution. The guru is now the brother you fear and beware. I'm making hits with Premier and rolling to a spot near you. Lyrics tear tearing through chrome to your dome. You better watch your rear view. Mm. Now that's poetry in the making. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, even looking at the lyrics right now, like if you look at it, you, you're going to say this fucking poetry. It's not like, I know he's not talking about roses and flowers and fucking buying candy for your mother, but still. People been held back too long, we're coming up. In the streets we roll alone, so watch me running up. I'm summing up a mad posse of warriors. Night, crusade, night crusaders able to break down barriers and bring in faces of death, putting MCs to rest until, until there's no fake chumps left. Run, step, yeah, balance, person, bounce. While rhymes are cargo when yours is just a quarter ounce. Fake MCs, they always act hard, but they won't down, walk down the street without their bodyguard. I hate fake MCs, they always act hard, but won't walk the street without their bodyguard. Yeah, so, I'm sorry people, that song is very reminiscent. Very reminiscent, it means a lot to me, that's a great fucking record. You know, that's hard as fuck, it's a hard ass song. You know course you know like I, I don't want to go i mean i already kind of talked about mass appeal brainstorm so brainstorm is also the shit but i didn't do this podcast so i could re read your lyrics the whole time but no but without a doubt dj premier is is this all around cool motherfucker i mean i was listening i saw this interview he did and he was he was t talking about a certain studio a certain studio in New York. Um, and basically, he, he was saying that he worked with everyone in there, you know, like big names like Busta Rhymes, Nas, 
um, Jay Z, and like they would ha- he would have them write their names on the wall, uh, on a piece of tape, and he still has that. And he told the story about how he met the person who owned the studio, and and how we convinced him, you know, to to get a cheaper price on it. And it's a really beautiful story. So I'll uh, I'll probably set up the link so you can check that out, you know, but. It's an awesome interview because you get you get inside the head of DJ Premier's uh, personal outlook a little bit on death and you know because he talks about how he lost his friend and you know you really get a connection you know w- with this person like you know of course you get a connection out of music it's like when you listen to Jay Dilla you get a connection to Jay Dilla but that there's something to it you know what I mean there really is something to it because it I think I could sit down pretty much all day and watch DJ Premier fucking just work and kill it and just work I mean there there's so much awesome footage of him in the studio I mean I'm looking at footage right now there's a lot of footage out here I mean that's the thing. If you're a producer, you should take some time and watch these videos. You know, watch a master at work. Watch, you know, someone who really understands the craft and get into it and believe in it. Like, his fingers are so fast, too. Mm. Smoking a blunt. Yeah. His equipment is really still vintage. He really does keep that that format on tuck. I like it. He can't make another DJ premiere, people. I wonder, did, did he ever do a rhythm roulette? I don't know. I don't know if he did. Yeah, there's a very good documentary um, about him and Royce the Five Nine and their uh, their uh, prime project. I, I suggest that you guys go check that out. Oh, man, I really could watch a DJ premiere in the studio all day. I mean, really, it's a, it's like. It's like there's a couple things I can watch. I, sh- I can watch ninth and ninth in the studio, DJ Premier, Jay Dilla. I can watch Tupac in the studio. I, I like to see these people work and really learn from how they um, how they practice their craft. And oh, D and D Studios. I found it. D and D Studios was um the music studio that DJ Premier pretty much was passed. Uh, he he got passed the torch essentially. And uh, it's a it's a very awesome interview. I'm happy I corrected that. So, you know, if you were mad at me for fucking up D and D Studios and you were getting angry, okay, I get it, I get it. But yeah, but DJ Premier, like I said again, different animal, different different kind of producer. And I I love it. I mean, like I said, like you could listen to a lot of his compilations and everything, and just sit back, and just vibe and get the feeling. And like DJ Premier. Ludacris in the studio already 
surprises afro with legendary producer dj premiere part of me wants to see this because um i like afro a lot and like that would be an honor definitely to get to meet him <laughs> this is wild oh, he, he's gonna be so happy already the rugged man is such a troll can't see this there was a rockefeller records plaque let me fast forward this i want to see his reaction to meeting premiere <laughs> oh definitely like he is so starstruck i'd feel the same fucking way yeah you know if you do get time go and check out afro's music afro is really dope <laughs> The afro is really dope. I suggest checking out his music. This dude can rap. see shit like this i know i know i want to see people win i love to see um the artistry stay alive so yeah i think like the thing about hip-hop is hip-hop has always been in a sense a mentorship That's really awesome and, and a little bit enlightening, you know. I, I do think that's pretty cool. No, six nine apologizes in court snitches. Uh, oh, that's not needed. I'll turn that phone away right now. I don't need to watch that shit. So, yeah, like back to DJ Premier. So DJ Premier, you know, um. 
you could tell how much he impacted Afro at that moment. I thought that was really cool. I mean, shit, like, the fact, like, I, I think that that's the thing, you know, like, we, at some point, you know, when this, you know, maybe with this hip-hop museum, we we have to give um, certain producers a section. And I think DJ Premier should definitely be one of those producers. I think that's only fucking fair. Because there's no doubt that DJ Premier has influenced the whole soiree of producers. You can't deny that. Those drum breaks, those drum breaks, the way that they're sampled, the way that they're manipulated, like, no one can really do it like Premier. Like, I, that, that's how I feel. Like, who else is really doing it like Premier? My, my, my answer is, I feel like no one is. I mean, of course you can try to mimic him, you can be a, you can be a carbon copy, but it's not gonna be Premier, Premier. You know, that's what I mean, so... Uh, maybe maybe I seem overzealous about this, but yeah, DJ Premier to me is another level. Like you know, you really have to respect his craft. Like that's you got to respect the man. His his IQ about hip hop is wild as well. If you ever hear him talk about it, you know, um, it's it's amazing. One day I'd love to interview this individual, you know, and really dig deep because. I mean, like, the adversity that that he did face, you know, like, he got rejected by a label so often, but he kept on showing up, showing up, showing up, until something paid off. I mean, of course, you know, this was a different time, but still, like, that's that says a lot. I mean, I, I think coming up in that kind of time, like, that does say a lot, because that's not an easy feat to accomplish. You know, like, imagine, like, coming up in a time, you know, especially if you're me, if you're my age, I'm 20, I'm going to be 21 soon. It's like if you're coming up with the internet pretty much all your life, like being a musician is so much easier. It's a lot easier. Uh, you know, I'm going to sip some water real quick. I don't want people to think I'm sick or anything. I'm not sick. I feel healthy as an ox. I'm just, you know, I woke up early. My voice is a little hoarse and... I need my voice quite often. You know, I try to preserve it pretty well, but I don't know. I, I can get it tired out from doing this sometimes, but I love doing the podcast. I love taking the time, just shooting the shit. It's really fun for me, you know, just almost therapeutic in a sense because as a hip-hop head, you know, j just being able to expel, like, some of this stuff about, you know, some of my favorite legends, like, it means a lot to me. It really does. It's really cool. And I just want to take a second to talk about Faith Passion Hustle, which is a clothing brand by Dave Noodles. I just want to say, you know, thank you, you know, thank you to him because he's been super, co super cool to me. And uh, he's officially a sponsor of the podcast. And, you know, I really appreciate it. He, he's a great guy. Please go support his brand. I'll be leaving a link. I'll be leaving a link in link in the description for you to go check it out. Um, Dave Noodles, great guy, and I like his shirts. I like his products. You know, he has a awesome website with um really cool T-shirts, and it's all about faith, passion, and hustle. So if you're like me, if you're an entrepreneur, podcaster, please go rock that shit. You know, it this it would mean a lot. Like I don't I don't really like to do anything conventional. I don't really feel like this is an advertisement. I guess it is, but it's Listen, 
This is me, motherfucker. I'll take a second from talking about DJ Premier. I want this to feel organic. It is organic. Go check out. Go check out Faith Passion Hustle. Um, it's a gr- it's a great fucking clothing brand. Uh, go show support. Um, they're they're really fucking awesome. And now back to the show. So DJ Premier. Um, in 2018, he he uh, dropped Prime Two with Royce the Five Nine. And I'll be talking about Royce tomorrow, I believe, for my next pod, next podcast. God, I got a lot of podcasts lined up. I'm trying to like do eight to ten a month. Optimally, I'd like to do ten because of my OCD with round numbers. So, Prime. There we go, Prime. So, Prime 2. Again. I feel like there were some songs on here where you see DJ Premier step outside of his comfort zone. Like with the Dave East record, Era. You know, there, there there's no doubt that he did step out of his comfort zone for that record. He could have easily just stu- stuck to his simple one-twos, but he... I know the fact that he, he took a different route, and I wouldn't say... The, it's not a trap beat, but the bells are kind of like trappy a little bit. You know, but Premier puts his spin on everything, and it came out really well. Um, Era featuring Davies is really is definitely one of my favorite songs of the year. I love I love this record. Um, shit, I feel like I, I made a mistake not putting it on my top ten songs. Looking back at it now, I feel like I made a mistake. Damn it. Respect my gun featuring Rock Marciano. Damn, like I, I really love how like they show out with the with the the underground crowd. They really do cater to, to that audience very well. He's worked with MF Doom, Two Chains. Like, like I, I I like how they mix up this album. Like if you can have an album with Two Chains, Big Crit, Rock Marciano, and Rhapsody, um, Chavis Chandler, CeeLo Green. Um, but. The instrument, the instrumentation. This is about Premier. Like, he leaves everything with with his. He leaves his foot footprint on it. But at the same time, he tries to take a unique approach. And I think, like, I feel like the thing about DJ Premier. The more I listen to his music, I feel like he he likes to use horns to manipulate emotion. Like he likes to blast horns because like they're so good at. I feel like feel like horns and music are good at kind of waking up the senses. So like there are certain parts in the story where it might really require your attention, like to solve something, kind of like solve a problem with the artist, and he'll use those horns kind of as a way to spike your adrenaline up, and it's really cool. I know I know I'm a weirdo, guys. I get it. I'm a complete fucking weirdo. Oh yeah, Nardwar. So I want to watch a little bit. Nardwar, I love, I love Nardwar. Yeah, Nardwar is probably um probably one of the coolest motherfuckers ever. I th- I personally think he he is probably the best journalist in music ever to fucking do it. And that is that's just how I feel. I would love to hear him on a long form podcast. You know, really blow some people's minds. Just two hours of him pulling records out of a bag. 
sample James Brown. A lot. Many times. Oh, so you probably have quite a few James Brown records, don't you? Quite a few is very, is, is a little small. Quite a lot. So I thought to welcome <laughs> you to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, I would give you a James Brown poster. Right. <laughs> Did you ever see James Brown perform at the Rhode Island Auditorium? Not at the Rhode Island Auditorium, but I saw him when I was five years old, and I n didn't know that men could do the split until I saw him <laughs> do it. So I, I didn't try it because I didn't want my privates to get hurt, but gotta love James Brown. DJ Premier, was Captain Sky the first rap song <laughs> that you ever heard? No. Super Spore. No, this is not the first rap record I ever heard. King Tim III was the first record I ever heard. You know, and then even James Brown just, just you know, talking through the through the through the groove and then singing late on in the after seven, eight, nine minutes into a song. But this is one of the greatest records of hip hop and it's not a rap, it's an actual, you know, singing record, but this is one of the illest classic breaks ever and you have it on forty five. Can I have this too? I'm not sure about that one there. But DJ Premier, <laughs> I was wondering, did you ever go after bootleggers like MOP? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. With baseball bats? We'll get through um, this segment. Just, have you seen that footage of MOP going after bootleggers with baseball bats? I've been uh, in brawls with MOP, too, so <laughs> uh, quite a few of uh, fist fights with MOP I've been in, and uh, <laughs> luckily I still look pretty ugly, but, uh, you know, other than that, uh, I've been, I used to have that type of temperament as well, and, and, it, and but at the same time, you also felt good that your stuff was bootleg, because that meant it was popular, and they had every one of our albums. These guys maze. What can you tell people maze? And yeah, no, fuck the bootleggers. I where where's this footage? I, I might have to find that footage late later for a fucking MOP fucking up some bootleggers. That'd be some. That'd be an awesome segment to talk about. Um. Oh, wow. <clears throat> maybe I'm getting. Maybe I'm getting too old. Jesus, <laughs> don't work on my back. Um. Yeah, so DJ Premier, ba back to him and everything. Like, uh, uh, shout out to Nardwar. I wanted to play a little bit of that, like, because the thing about DJ Premier is there is there is a little bit of a James Brown influence with the drum breaks. That's that's why I actually wanted to play that because with DJ Premier, he is he is very heavy in in the drum breaks. I mean, like, he has utilized Funky Drummer quite a bit from my knowledge you know d dj premier is, a, is at such a high level you know when it comes to sampling like like the art of sampling too the art of being able to flip something is very difficult and i feel like it's a dying art a dying art form and dj premier in a way he's kind of he's kind of like the gatekeeper of that world you know at least in my my idea, you know, my idea of it is like he is the gatekeeper. I mean, I I really can't think of a lot of other people. I mean, I could throw Ninth in there. I could throw Dilla. You know, rest in peace. Um, Pete Rock, um, Les. You know, um, th there's a lot of names. You know, E P and D. You know, um, even A Rap Music. You know, like they're like. The MPC is not an easy feat to really get good at it. It's like playing an instrument, you know. It's it's a technique. Everything is all about being technical, you know. And I, I'm just saying, thank God we have DJ Premier. You know, thank God we have a hip uh, a hip hop artist like him. You know, 
I mean, or not an artist, a hip-hop producer like him because everything about him is just, is, he, he, he wants to move forward. He doesn't want to move backwards. And maybe people can get the wrong idea because he, he's sampling records. Oh, like, you know, that's the thing. A lot of people who are anti-sampling will kind of make that point. But you can take something old and, and kind of retrofit it. You can, you know, like if you fucking renovate a house, it, it's kind of like the way I see it with sampling is there's a difference between stealing and sampling. Like what Robin Thicke did was stealing. It's like that was stealing. Sampling, it's not like Robin Thicke took that one record and fucking took it MPC, MPC and chopped it up and made it. It's, it's a technique, you know, and... Sampling can be a beautiful thing done well, you know. So like, w when that beat was taken, it was chopped up. When you listen to Mass Appeal, I mean, I listened to some of the samples that that Premiere would build off of, and um, the thing about the Mass Appeal instrumental, like when when I was listening to the sample, it's like DJ Premiere like really had to be very very keen on how he broke everything down, and. That's an amazing feat right there. You know, that's an amazing that's an amazing kind of kind of like trail because like when when I say trail, I mean if you really follow Premier through his career, you can really get get a sense of who he is by who he samples. Like a lot of James Brown, a lot of soul, a lot of jazz, you know, a lot of funk. And you get you get such an awesome fucking you get such an awesome feedback with the kind of music he does. And, I mean, that's really why I wanted to do this podcast, uh, this Legends podcast about DJ Premier. You know, because DJ Premier is, you know, I just want to give my respect. You know, he's, he's probably my number one favorite producer, you know, ever to do it. Um, it's tough, you know. It's tough to pick a favorite producer, you know. It's like which which child do you want to shoot? Um, no, DJ Premier, he, he he's an amazing hip hop artist. Please go support him. Listen to listen to his recent works. Recent listen to his past works. Really take your time, analyze it. You know that that's the thing. I mean, if that's one thing I can stress, like when you're not listening to this podcast, wink wink, um, go take some time. Listen, listen, like truly listen to DJ Premier, and um, really feel the music. That that's that's really what it's about. I mean, like that that's what music is about. It's about feeling it and um, enjoying it and taking time with the craft. And when I listen to Premier, I I thoroughly get that feeling. So, shout out to DJ Premier. Shout out to D and D Studios. Rest in peace to Guru. Um. Shout out Pete Rock, pretty much all the other producers I, I may have mentioned, Nas, um, you know, everyone. And by the way, I want to take time to say thank you to everyone who has supported me on this podcast. You know, I, I like to keep in touch with a lot of you on social media, mostly Instagram. That's probably my my domain. I'm a little bit biased at times, you know, because of the visual, the visuals are, um, I don't know maybe the visuals like kind of like bring a good element for me to work with. I'm a very visual person at times, so I think Instagram might be like maybe my prime social media to play with. Prime. Um, <laughs> see what I did there. Um, I keep I keep punning around, punning and punning around. 
There's a new record right there. Million dollar song right there. It's a thing. Maybe I'm trailing off. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your time. Once again, shout out to DJ Premier. Don't forget, look, go listen to his beat tapes. Show him some, some respect. He's a legend. He is a legend. And to keep rocking in the free world. Thank you, people.